Happy Halloween. Here's Johnny listeners. I am Larry. Uh, I am Justin on round two. Yes. Uh, if you were in the Discord, uh, you, you heard that there were some technical difficulties. Uh, since it wasn't my fault this time, Justin, do you want to tell the people why we have to do this <laughs> shitty fucking movie one more time around? Yeah, you know, uh, we we were doing really good. We were probably like 30 minutes deep. Uh, we had House Scary left. That's all we had left. Oh, my fucking God. We were so close to the end. Uh, yeah, and then I happened to look at Audacity and it stopped recording at five minutes. Uh, yeah. I don't know why. I have no fucking idea. But so now I'm just sitting here. Instead of Googling who the hell is who, <laughs> I am sitting here looking at Audacity. Yes, this is our Halloween special. Uh, we also discussed that in order to kind of get the Halloween stuff done, I think we're going to do dedicate the entire month of October next year to Halloween. So that's looking like Halloween H2O, Halloween Resurrection, Halloween Zombie 1, Halloween Zombie 2. And then just be done. And then move on to something else, have that as wrapped up. Uh, we watched this movie together when we were out in California. Like Justin mentioned in the 13 Ghost Review, it was actually, and unfortunately, the first movie we ever watched together to review yep. for the podcast in real life. Yep. <laughs> now, it's so okay. It, ne- next year, we'll just have to watch a bunch of shitty Halloween movies. <laughs> next year, it's, gonna be, it's, it's, it's Hills. Yeah, it's, it's Hills. Because it's Hills, yeah. we aren't doing the director's cut for Zombie 1. Oh, so, God, no. The original one is great. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, so like, but there are some duds after. The oh, dude, you haven't even watched the movie we're recording this week, so don't you know duds? I, yeah, I was gonna watch. We were gonna watch FNAF on Halloween night, but Justin said that it's not. And I've kind of been seeing around that it's not very good. So I'll probably just watch that on like Wednesday or something. I. I mean, I'll save obviously like the overall thoughts for um, when we record, but I don't think I, I've ever turned to Michelle and just been like, "Wow, that was a really fucking shitty movie." <laughs> and then just like nothing else said about it. And just... I will call shenanigans because did she watch Shark Exorcist with you? No. Oh, because that is by far the worst thing we've done. That was yeah. so bad we didn't score it. Yeah, I agree. Ain't far off. <laughs> At least we have Matthew Lillard. We have Matthew Lillard, and that alone will help. That's worth a few points. Yeah. You know. <laughs> but this is not FNAF. This is Halloween, The Curse of Michael Myers. Any thoughts, Justin, before we hop into the review? No. Let's just get this. Let's just fucking peel this band-aid off. All right. <laughs> audacity doing i just checked mine to be safe. no it's good you know 315 i'm like 315 as well okay so we're, okay, good, we're, we're yeah. doing good <laughs> if you want we can keep doing checkups if you want i, I probably gonna... will because i okay, hate this good. fucking movie so much and it's, it's not even like like things happen like i've deleted episodes so like i can't even like really say anything it's just that this is the worst halloween movie yeah it'd be different if it was like a good movie to talk about <laughs> yeah and if we had, like extra time but like we like we're on a crunch and we, we look at each other because we were double recording on thursday and we just didn't have it. We, I, I couldn't do it again. I yeah, neither could I. No. 
So for clarity, and for anyone who actually is playing along with this episode, this is the unrated producer's cut. Yes. Uh, there are multiple versions of this movie, but I was not subjecting it to anybody else, especially Justin, because it well, fucking and, sucks. <laughs> and originally, uh, I guess it's deleted with the episode that never happened. You were planning to make us watch all four versions or something? I... <sighs> I, I had these ideas of, like, watching, like, each of us watching a different one and trying to explain the differences to each other. Uh, but since we watched it together, we didn't have to. But the pr- unrated producer's cut is, like, the canonical accepted one for the Call okay. of Thorn, like, trilogy. Okay. It's a 1995 slasher film directed by Joe Chappelle. Justin, do you remember what other movie of his we reviewed with the Stream Queens? Uh, it was one of the Hellraisers. Correct. I believe it was four. Correct. It was Bloodline, the space yeah. time traveling puzzle He's box. Got space a shuttle. bunch of home runs. This guy. Yep, and he also did episodes of CSI Miami, CSI New York, and Fringe. This is the last time we get Donald Pleasance in a Halloween film as Doctor Loomis. He would pass eight months before the film was released, and. It's dedicated to his memory. I, th- I think there's better things to dedicate to the memory of Donald Pleasance. Yeah, uh, the films agree. the film stars Paul Rudd in his feature film debut, Marianne Hagen and Mitch Ryan. Uh, so Paul Rudd has come quite a long way from this movie. Mr. Ant-Man himself. Yeah, he was People's Sexiest Man Alive in 2021. He was in Romeo and Juliet, Wet Hot American Summer, Anchorman, 40-year-old virgin, I love you, man, and as Justin said, in the MCU, he is Ant-Man. Hagen, it was also her feature film debut. She has not been in many things. She mainly sucked to TV, but she was on shows like Friends, Law and & Order, and Ed. Mitch Ryan, his biggest roles were as Burke Devlin in Dark Shadows, the TV show, not the Tim Burton movie. He was Thomas Gibson's father in Dharma, Dharma and Greg, and he was the villainous General McAllister in Lethal Weapon. Halloween The Curse of Michael Myers was released on September 29th, 1995, and it grossed $15.1 million at the box office against a budget of $5 million. It was lambasted by critics, with criticism focused on the weak story, the ending, Paul Rudd's performance, as well as the portrayal and mask of Michael Myers. Although everyone agreed that Donald Pleasant's performance was very good. After the film's home media release, the original work print of the film, which had 45 minutes of alternative footage and a different ending, was discovered by the fans. This version, dubbed the producer's cut, developed a cult following, and with a bootleg DVD copy sold on eBay and online petitions, they targeted the producers of Halloween to make this the official release. So in September of 2014, almost 20 years after the release of this movie, of the original movie, the producer's cut had its first official home media release by Scream Factory as a part of the Blu-ray box set collection of the Halloween series. Okay, trivia. Most of the cast and crew disowned this movie. On the Halloween 25 Years of Terror DVD, They stated that the studio, producers, and director interfered and argued to the point of ridiculousness, which resulted in a very poorly directed and edited film. The exchange between Dr. Loomis and Dr. Wynn after the revelation of The Man in Black was extended in the script. Wynn's dialogue at at his office points out that Michael's rampages of terror were not coincidental. The constellation representing Thorn 
appeared in 1978, 1988, 1989, and 1995, which accounts for the dates of his massacre, massacres. Wynn also monitored Myers and even taunted Loomis by thanking him since Loomis was always made sure to capture Michael and bring him back to Smith Grove. Wynn also reveals that it was he who taught Michael how to drive the car. Yeah, I, what's kind of crazy is I don't remember the tri- that trivia when we were going. <laughs> I remember the car part, but nothing else. And yeah, it's kind of a bummer that uh, that was left out because that would have added some like not great, but still like important, like lower maybe kind of. I fucking hate this movie. The original conception <laughs> of the Thorn Call was apparently much more in the same vein of Roman Polanski's vision of the Satanists in Rosemary's Baby. Um, I actually reviewed that with Rachel and Matilda and some of the other zombie girls over on their show. Um, that was actually fun because I know you wouldn't have liked it at all. It's high. It's like it's like high, the high birds, brow. except more up its own ass. Oh Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> uh, but instead, we got a more mundane and boring version, which Daniel Farrens called the Temple of Doom version in this film with underground lairs, altars, and robes with the hoods. The MPAA initially rated the film NC-17. However, the producers were only required to trim a few seconds of gore from Jamie's death, John's death, and reshooting the final scene with a strobe light effect. This makes the film one of the very few modern slashers to require minor cuts to reach the R rating. I told you on Thursday what the body count was. Do you remember? Oh, fuck. It was like 130-something. <laughs> no, way less. you want to try again? Uh, 32. 20. Oh. Danny's subplot is left unresolved. <laughs> he was hearing voices, and it is implied that he was also targeted by the Cult of Thorn. In the early versions of the script, this storyline would actually be concluded with Danny stabbing Kara to death in the same bedroom that Jamie took refuge. The studio deemed this ending too dark, and the script was rewritten, one of the many times that it was. The final script has Dr. Wynn escaping at the end and kidnapping Danny, planning to turn him. This was meant to set up a seventh Halloween film, but this was also scrapped in favor of providing closure. So both the theatrical and producer's cut have Tommy, Kara, and Danny escaping with the baby. Steve. (laughs) However... There is still a hint of the abandoned ending since Dr. Wynn is never explicitly shown dying during the climatic massacre. The producer's cut ends with Dr. Wynn clearly still alive. In the producer's cut, Chappelle suggested the scene where Tommy uses his magic acorns to stop Michael. I mean, they could have given us at least a special effect, a ring of light or something. Farron says, regarding how the rune bit fails to play... The power of the rune stopped him, he says. You gotta love the line. Hell. So I have the... There's nothing to love about this game, this movie. I have the absolute pleasure of doing the plot synopsis again. How is your audacity doing? Uh, good. We're at uh, about 11.19-ish. Oh, well, just after 11.19. Okay. Yeah. We're good. So- uh, don't worry. It's like your picture is in the middle, <laughs> and my audacity is right there so I can see if it stops. I woke up. I woke up this morning. I couldn't like fall asleep. I woke up at five a.m. and I came downstairs. I did some work and stuff, and then I started playing Final Fantasy X before we went to book club. My sleep schedule was still just wrecked. 
That's fucked up. I don't know why, man. I'm I, like it's because I'm not napping. I think so. Like I, had, I, had I, I, I go through today. waves of like being tired and waking all the way up. So when we finish recording this, I plan on popping a melatonin and just like trying to get like a solid like eight or nine hours. Oh shit. Okay. Right. So we'll see how that goes. I'll let you know in the morning. <laughs> if if you text me at four in the morning, I'll, I'll know it did not work. I, I have been texting. It's like, hey, what's up? Morning. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So the curse of Michael Myers. There are several plot points. I was trying to think about how I could do this better than last time because the movie tells the story so shittily. Maybe I could do it better. So we are introduced again to Jamie Lloyd. She is fully grown, uh, even though canonically she's only like twenty, maybe at best. Uh, but she was raped by her uncle, Michael Myers, and had a kid with him, and they were trying to have Michael kill the kid. Michael chases her and the baby Steve, which was the name given to him later on in the film, throughout town, through a bunch of random buildings, somehow at a train station. Michael finally catches up to her. He stabs her, but she doesn't die. She gets taken to the hospital. Yeah. Um, Jamie is later killed, though, when the man in black shoots her point blank in the head. Uh, very brutal, uh, and that sucks for her. Um, one of the other characters that is absolutely treated like shit in this franchise. Um, remember, if you listened to Halloween Five's review, you know that. So was Rachel. Okay, so we have Tommy Doyle, who has turned into a giant creeper, played by uh, Paul Rudd. He is living in this a house across the street from the Myers house. Um, and in the Myers house, we have a new Strode family hanging out yep. in there. Um, Kara, her daughter Danny, her abusive dad who smacks her across the mouth and also gets drunk staring longingly at her picture. Ugh, yes, yes, he does. Her brother and her mom. Um, Danny is having these visions of wanting to kill his family, and they're kind of like, oh, well, that's not good. Um, after Kara gets slapped in the mouth by her dad, uh, Danny grabs a knife and puts it in his crotch. Probably the, the scene that we could all agree on was like, most cheerworthy in the movie. Yes, absolutely. Um, we go to Dr. Loomis. Dr. Loomis has retired, but Dr. Wynn comes to him and says, I need you. I need you. I need you back. Um, then kind of your normal Michael Myers slashing occurs. He's trying to get his hands on baby Steve, um, but also Danny, because Danny has, has been like tapped to be the next vessel of the demon Thorn. Um, Paul Rudd has captured the baby. Dr. Loomis finds out that Paul Rudd has the baby, but Loomis lets him leave the hospital with little Steve. Uh, at some point, there's like a, there's a DJ in the rock park, like a, and he gets stabbed and hung in a tree and gets bloody rain on this little girl. But then also Tommy Doyle gets blood on him, even though he's like really far away from her. It's We'll talk about it again. We talked about it last time. Um, but it's cool, but very impractical. Yeah. Uh, somehow, our main characters end up uh, in the Cult of Thorns lair. Uh, the little baby Steve is just kind of just chilling. Danny is hanging out with the men in black. Uh, Kara is tied up, and they're trying to get Danny to murder her. Paul Rudd and Dr. Loomis show up. Um, Dr. Loomis with his gun and cane. Paul Rudd with his magical ruins. Um, Paul Rudd puts on a robe, infiltrates the area, frees Kara, Danny, and baby Steve. As they're escaping, he, he gives time to Loomis, Kara, Steve, and Danny, and drops his runes on the ground and somehow traps Michael in his circle of runes. 
He then goes up. Dr. Loomis, for some reason, decides to go back down in there, even though there was literally no reason to go back down in there. Um, Dr. Wynn had accidentally broken the circle of Thorn. Somehow, the symbol of Thorn transfers from Michael to Dr. Loomis. Uh, Michael stole the clothes from Dr. Wynn, and now he's the man in black, and he escapes and cut the black? Yeah. <laughs> so when we, all right, before we get going, <laughs> how's your audacity doing? Great, lovely, great, great, still going. So when we before we got into this and to watch it, I told you I was not sure whether this was the worst one or whether Resurrection was the worst one. Resurrection yes. has some really egregious shit in it. I think plot wise, though, this one takes the cake. Well, because I, I was actually going to say, I, I remember being Resurrection being not great, but I feel like it was probably not as messy. It wasn't, because we're going to get to Resurrection, but basically it's like they film a Blair Witch reality sto- show like with the headsets oh, and stuff in the yeah. Myers house. Oh, I remember that one. Yeah, so that's that one. And there's a lot of shit that, that's really stupid, but yeah. like this is so convoluted. They ruined every character that they ever introduced canonically they yeah. ru- ruined jamie lloyd they ruined tommy doyle they they try their best to ruin donald, donald pleasance but he's like i am a fame i am like one of the best actors of my age fuck you i'm doing what i gotta do <laughs> it's just it's so dumb i think because i i think we were recording last time is when i found out from you that a24 did not get this yeah. Because there was this rumor that A24 was going to make a TV show and try to expand out the idea of the Cult of Thorn. Yeah, Miramax is doing that now. And that's scary for me um, because Miramax did uh, Resurrection. I'm pretty sure. Oh. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Because I think that there is something interesting about the Cult of Thorn. I mean, we have, we've reviewed movies where cults can kind of be a really spooky. Yeah, thing. absolutely. Yeah. Um, but they have to be done right. This is the not problem. it. It's no. so messy. This is like considered, like we talked about, this is considered to be the cleanest and best version of this movie. And it's still a giant pile of shit. It's it's terrible. I mean, even watching it with, with our group, right, out there in, in Oakland, like, it still fucking sucked. Like, we were making jokes and laughing. Because, like, we watched Halloween 5. There's a lot of egregious shit in that. And it sucks. But, like, you can follow the plot beats. Yeah, absolutely. This is a mess. I felt like there's a lot of times where I had like where you were asking me questions, or I was like just giving like, all right. So according to like the official, this, yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, it, it was so bad they literally killed like because up until this point it was one timeline. This is the movie that caused a new timeline. Yeah, this movie was so bad that they sweat that they said, "Oh shit, we need to do it again." It's bad. There is nothing redeeming about it. The plot. The plot is awful. Yep. <laughs> Anything you want to add to that? <laughs> no, I mean, it is just like a unfollowable, messy piece of shit. Um, and it hops around, too, which I didn't remember, because, like, I thought that Jamie died, because Jamie does die. But the way they do the producer's cut, Jamie dies way later in the movie. So oh, they yeah. So try to explain shit. Yeah, they bring her back for exposition, and then they she gets fucking shot in the head. Yeah. No, I honestly, I don't have anything to add. It is just, it's not good. It's hard to follow when you're watching it. And I mean, by the end of it, it's like, okay, 
I'm glad we're getting like a re like a refresh uh, with the next one because I don't think obviously I would watch it because the show. But if I was like <laughs> doing it out of my own volition, I would be like, nah, you know what? I think I'm good there. Yeah, this I think I've seen this movie twice before we watched this together. I think I watched the original <laughs> version. Yeah. And then I think I watched the producer's cut because I heard that it was better. And they both suck. Suck? Terribly. <laughs> Plot, I gave it a one. Yeah, uh, I'll give it a one and a half. Which I think is less than what I gave it last time, but I hate it. I deleted it because I I was, I was, I wasn't mad at you because it's just like it happens, right? It was just like I I didn't have that in me again. Yeah, it's okay. I didn't have it in me again. I knew we had to do it again, and I just like (laughs) uh, cinematography. Um, This also sucks in a lot of different ways, and I think the biggest reason why is that the kills are kind of boring. Um, I think we get some interesting ones. Like I, I thought when the creepy pervy dad gets like stabbed in the basement, like I wish they hadn't cut stuff out of that because like it was, it was, yeah, no, I, I agree that there are like very select scenes that are kind of cool. Um, Mm -hmm. I mentioned last time I record like the, the, the DJ like bleeding onto the girl was cool. Yes, some of the bloody rain or the red rain or whatever. But but then when you think about it, it's like, okay, it's cool, but it's not practical because, like, they're in a fucking Halloween party. How the hell did Michael Myers carry a dead body up a tree and tie it up? Yeah, I think the biggest thing for me is, like, when we reviewed Jason Takes Manhattan a few weeks ago, like, the... It was just so boring. And in this one, like, this, it's not boring. It's just, like, the kills could have been done better because we've seen the kills done better, especially in in the Halloween franchise. Um... It's just a giant bummer. Um, I totally agree that we got the really, like, dime store version of the Cult of Thorn because the robes are, like, stupid. And, like, the temple underneath Smith Grove is just dumb. Yeah. And, like, the runes are just, it's just so fucking cheesy and crappy. And the biggest sin is that Michael looks bad. Oh, he looks horrible. The masks change throughout without any yeah. kind of reasoning like the man in black before his like big reveal is more creepy than michael myers and that yeah. is a very big problem yeah um i will say at least this time we don't have a big blue strode house or myers house sorry yeah it's still the wrong oh. house <laughs> like, but hey we're we're getting back though we're getting yeah, back <laughs> yeah and i guess i guess it'd be an audio we talk about the cops walking in the squishy noises um but this movie is just like it's just it's bad um yeah it's really bad i gave it a two i give it a three i I really do like the bloody thing the bloody tree until you kind of think about it a little more how's audacity doing i'm checking two right now oh great 2250 well it's past that now but i'm around the same mark we're doing great audio we have talked before about like our mount rushmore of themes Mm -hmm. and how like obviously hello zep is on there Mm -hmm. um We've always talked about how the OG Halloween theme is on there. And we've gotten different variations of it that are pretty cool. I thought Rob Zombies was very good. Um, Halloween 2018s was very good. Uh, This is not one of the variations that is No, it's like it's hard when I'm... Okay, so I'm trying to think like how do you take something that like the base level of it sounds so good and just like... Fuck it up. Yeah, fuck it up. 
because like it's been done five times before and like yeah this is the first time where i feel like we've commented and like you made it worse yeah because like before it's been like it's still been like i don't think it's been as good as uh one yeah but i mean it's still been like passable to like okay you know oh yeah it was okay um here it's just like what the fuck happened yeah it's just a ginormous bummer um going on to the performances <laughs> uh donald pleasance i i think that donald pleasance's performance as dr loomis throughout the movies up to this point has always been the high point um, yes absolutely absolutely he he's like the anchor he's a, he's, a, he's a great actor and yeah, like absolutely. in the first movie when you have some like jamie lee curtis across from him right like it really just elevates the movie um in this one he couldn't save this from himself like he does give a great performance oh but he can't uh there yeah there's no way he can save it from the paul rudd and so I think Paul Rudd is the greatest encapsulation of the bad, right? I think yeah. we have a lot of really written, poorly written characters, and I think that the performances are kind of hindered by that. Yeah. But the Paul Rudd of it all is really bad because it is just – I posted a GIF in our Discord when I posted about how the, the recording died, and, like, that is just the perfect encapsulation of what Paul Rudd is in this movie. Yep. Without yeah. any words. It cringe fest when he just names the baby Steve, like leering through the window. Yeah, he's a he's a creep, and it sucks because I like I genuinely enjoy what Paul Rudd has gone oh, me on too. to I, do. I I love you, man. It's like one of my favorite movies. Okay, yeah. See, like he, he I'm glad he pulled out of the Halloween six of it all. I wonder if audiences were shocked because I mentioned I think last time we recorded. I think I mentioned it this time that clueless came out before this right but he filmed this first and he's good in clueless he is yeah oh yeah he's very fucking bad in this like uh, horrible (laughs) it's it's bad so i gave audio a two and a half and that is literally all for dr loomis i'll i give i'll give it a three for dr dr loomis okay how scary Probably the biggest sin besides fucking up what was the what is the this is a very simple storyline. Yeah. It's not scary. There is not a single At all. point in this movie where no. like where you're afraid. It's 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 like mean spirited, like capping Jamie and like revealing that Jamie was raped by Michael and like yeah, baby but, stuff. But that's not scary, it's just mean. And there's a difference. Yeah, like there. it's they got like somehow even further away from like because I, I really feel the last couple of Halloween movies have kind of, like, slowly edged further and further away from being scary. And this just, like, fucking dove off the cliff. Like, Yeah, because Halloween no... 4 was scary. Like, with, like, Rachel trying to protect little Jamie and, like, running remember. through the school and <laughs> that stuff. Was, that, was two, that was two years ago. I don't remember that. And then last year, like, we had the cops walking with the squishy noises, which is just fucking something. <laughs> yeah. And well, then... but this year it's, like... It's almost like the movie itself is so hard to follow that I was too befuddled. Yeah. At like some of the choices to even like really consider Michael a threat. Yeah, because like Jamie getting stabbed and murdered and chased and stuff, that just feels mean. And like we mm-hmm. like Jamie, and like it's going to be a similar public at the Halloween Resurrection where they kill off like Laurie Strode in the beginning of the movie. And it's like, it's like, right. what the fuck are we doing? And then, like, the dad is just a giant piece of shit, so we want Michael to kill him. 
Yeah. The mom dies in a really like cheesy way. I feel like that could have been cooler. The brother just gets his neck slit like out of nowhere and it's not scary. And then his the brother's girlfriend just gets stabbed in the back a bunch of times. Like I feel like the ball is just dropped in so many areas where it could be scary. And when the cult of Thorn is just so fucking dopey, where like Paul Rudd sneaking in and infiltrating in a robe is able to like get in there and then a fucking circle of ruins stops michael fucking myers like obviously dead by day needs wrong. to add that into the fucking game like have one of the characters just drop runes around and michael can't move for 30 seconds i just oh my god that'd be hilarious i don't know i just it's this is a bad movie how scary is a one for me absolutely i agree all right, to review our scores. For plot, I gave it a one. Justin gave it one and a half. For cinematography, I gave it a two. Jay gave it a three. For audio, I gave it a two and a half. Jay gave it a three. And for how scary, we both gave it ones. That gives it a Here's Johnny final score of a 19. Let me scroll down. Hopefully all the way to the bottom. Uh, close. It is close. It is in the bottom. It's in our bottom 10 per, or 10. I already the update the things. I'm not doing it tonight. Uh, it is by itself. It is our first ever 19 score. The films of the film above it with a 22% is Friday the 13th, A New Beginning. Okay. And the films below it tied with a 14 are Friday the 13th, New Blood and The Ginger Dead Man. There what, are only, the, what games are there? Can there's only, like I said, there's only two things below it. They are both video games brought oh. to us by Mr. Thrust himself. Rampage World Tour, which nearly uh-huh. broke you mentally. Uh, yeah, I'm never fucking doing that again. And Blasto, which did break me mentally. <laughs> fucking Blasto. God I, I think it does take... Uh, I think it actually does take out Blair Witch Volume 1, Rustin Parr, and Leprechaun from our Whoa. bottom 10. Because they were tied, so I think it does shift it off to do that, that work at another time because I am tired and I want to go to yeah. bed. Uh, but yeah, and I will also, on Thursday's episode, when we do the FNAF stuff... Um, I will have in the pre-show notes um, what our Halloween rankings are. So I should have done that beforehand, and I definitely forgot yeah, to yeah, do that's it. Fine. That's fine. Um, but yeah, it sucks. Halloween 6 sucks. It's very fucking bad. Uh, we will be back with you guys next October. We've kind of been doing like kitty stuff, or like kind of laid-back stuff in October. Um, but like Justin said, I think it's a good idea. Let's just knock out Michael Myers. So we'll do the four weeks of October. Yep. We'll do... H2O, Resurrection, Zombie 1, Zombie 2. And then we'll figure out something to do for future Halloween specials because we'll need a Halloween special for that year. Anyways, maybe it, yeah. we'll just finally move on to Freddy. Well, no, we got to have Freddy done by then because we're going to be... Like, we have a date, I think, soon. Well, not soon. That we're going to be caught up to the, like, Freddy versus Jason. And we need to get there. So I can tell you. Um, okay. Because I have the schedule. We have the Friday the 13th. So we have Jason Goes to Hell in 2024. Mm-hmm. We have Jason X in 2024. Mm-hmm. And then we have Freddy versus Jason in 2025. Okay, so we have a year to finish. We're not to finish, just to get... I think we have to get to... No, we have to... For, two, to get three, to... four, and five. Because New Nightmare isn't in that same line. Oh shit! Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. So, New Nightmare and the remake are the two we oh. don't have to get. Uh, we will have to do them, but New Nightmare and the remake, know, we won't have to. 
remake. I haven't. I've only ever seen the remake once in theaters, and it was fucking bad. I also only saw it in theaters, and it was bad. Which is a shame because the Friday the Thirteenth one wasn't bad. But yeah. yeah, guys, that is your Halloween special. Hopefully, everyone is having fun going out and hanging out with their, their kids or their family. I know Devin got a ginormous bag of candy and she carved some pumpkins today. Um, oh, that's what we're doing tomorrow. Are you? All of our pumpkins. She yeah. committed... We have like a big 60 pound pumpkin to carve. Tomorrow. Oh, that's right. That's right. She got, uh, for the first year ever, she got the like stencil thing where you just hammer in okay. the pieces and stuff. They look so good. I'll have to post a picture in the Discord of the front of the house because she decorated today. So interesting. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. I might I might see if I can find those anywhere to get all the fucking hard work. Hmm. Yeah, she mm, she she yeah. literally said it saved her about Devin, how long how much time do you think it saved you? It took like no time at all. It, yeah. It took like probably five minutes for a pumpkin. If that. Fuck. Okay, yeah. Damn. Get yourself a, a stencil kit, a hammering kit. Yeah, I needed to do that. It was loud. It was loud. She was not wrong. Yeah, I don't it was loud. <laughs> All right, guys. Happy Halloween from Justin and I here. And here's Johnny. Any last thoughts, Jay? Yeah, don't ever watch Halloween 6. <laughs> and until next year, stay scary. The Here's Johnny podcast is brought to you by Larry and Justin. You can find the show on Twitter at Here's Johnny Cast, and you can find Larry at beaver la you can find justin at pickle thing and you can email the show at here's johnny podcast at gmail.com you can look us up on facebook at here's johnny podcast as always in the show notes you can find links to the discord and to the website we are also on instagram at here's johnny underscore podcast also in the show notes we'll have a link to the twitch and youtube channels and if you would like to support the show you can head on over to patreon.com slash here's johnny podcast every cent goes into the show And yeah, we just really use it to make the show better. Again, I just want to say thank you very much to our patrons. Uh, You guys help make this possible. But yeah, Patreon is the way we support the show. We are looking to get rich. And like Justin said, every dollar, every cent, it all goes back in. There's some pretty cool tiers. So head on and look at that. But until next week, see you guys later. Mm